friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Girl Means Business podcast. Thank you so much for being here this week. As we start off a new month, welcome to the month of May. And I have to admit, I'm starting it off pretty exhausted. We have celebrated two birthdays in the last week with my youngest one turning five. You heard her if you listened to the last episode last week. And then my oldest turned nine over the weekend, and we had birthday parties galore between my girls' parties and other friends' parties. We had a sleepover where I endured hours upon hours of screaming girls in my house, and then my little one ended up getting sick at the end of the weekend. So we have had a little bit of a crazy ride here at our house, and I could really use a nap. But nonetheless, I am thrilled for you to listen to this week's episode. This week, I am chatting with another one of my clubhouse finds. I met Denise in a clubhouse room where she was talking about this unique business that she has, where she helps women, moms in particular, organize their camera roll. And as soon as she started talking about what she does, I could not message her fast enough to say, I need your help. Because we all know as moms, We have millions of pictures on our camera roll, and I will take several of the same thing and then never go back and delete them. I will have pictures that I really don't even know why I have on my phone, whether it's a screenshot I took or a random photo I took at the grocery store to remind myself of something later. And then I come back to it months and months later, and I'm like, why do I still have this on my phone? Or worst case scenario, My camera roll gets so full that I run out of storage. So Denise is this amazing light who will come in and she helps women organize their camera roll. She helps us to understand what photos to keep, which ones to get rid of, little tips and tricks for making sure that we make the most out of our camera rolls on our phones because nowadays we are all carrying around a camera in our pocket and we're using it as often as possible, which is great but can also feel a little bit overwhelming. So Denise is a photo organization educator and a toddler mama based in the Bay Area of California. She helps photo overloaded moms keep their iPhone camera roll cleaned up so that the focus stays on the memories that matter most. She is the creator of Screenshots Noted, a step-by-step system for making your reference screenshots be searchable, sortable, and separate from your family photos. She also loves sharing photo-related iPhone tricks on Instagram. You can find her at Denise Rath Brinkman. And guys, go follow her on Instagram. I love her Instagram stories. She is giving so much value and incredible tips. And one of my favorite things that she does is she will show how she chooses kind of the process she goes through of picking her favorite photo from a series of photos that she's taken. So she'll post like four or five photos that she took of maybe her daughter doing sort of the same thing. And she goes through and explains to you why she keeps the ones that she keeps and why she deletes the ones that she gets rid of. It's a really, really cool thing that she does. So make sure you go follow her over on Instagram. I do want to mention too, that we talk a lot about like the iPhone camera roll. If you don't have an iPhone, if you're on an Android this, these tips are still applicable. You may have to tweak them a little bit based on 
the settings you have or the, the capacity you have on your phone. But this is not just for iPhone, even though we do talk about it as iPhone camera roll. You can use these same strategies and methods that she discusses for any phone that you have. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into my conversation with Denise. And I will say this is one that you're going to want to take notes on or at least come back to when you have a chance to write some things down because she is dropping some incredible tips today. All right, guys, here's my conversation with Denise. All right, guys, I am here with Denise Brinkman. She's going to help us get all of our photo organizing questions answered. Denise, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Hey, Kendra. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, well, I cannot wait to dive into this topic. And But before we do that, I want to hear a little bit about your story. So tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got into the business you have now. All right. Um, I... When my daughter was born about like two and a half years ago, uh, I transitioned into being a freelance graphic designer. So starting my own business, work from home, work with one-on-one clients. Uh, But then I realized that, okay, my time is very limited having a baby in the house. Um, And so I decided I wanted to build a course or build some resources, things that I can like scale and do a lot of work up front and then, uh, and help a lot of people because I didn't have time to just take on more one-on-one clients. So, but I was like, okay, what should I build this course about? And then I did some thinking and I realized, okay, I've been sharing a lot on Instagram about how I organize my daughter Hazel's baby pictures. Because when she was born, I decided I need to make sure my photos are organized not only for my benefit, because I'm going to be taking a lot more pictures, but also for um, my daughter's benefit because she's going to inherit the photos someday. And also her grandparents and out-of-state relatives who want to be seeing pictures. And I know that like, I'm not the best at just posting picture, personal pictures to Facebook. So like I needed to come up with a system and like uh, make sure that I was posting pictures. And so um, I now do a Google Photos album regularly and share with them. But anyway, so I started making a point to keep my camera roll cleaned up. So I would go through the favorites and I delete all the duplicates and I delete the junk and kind of just make it sure that it was cleaned up. And so I was sharing this on Instagram and sharing how I was putting together her baby book. And people were so interested in that. And I realized that a lot of people feel very overwhelmed with their photo collection. And so because I was wanting to make a course I was like, huh, I could make a course on photo organizing and share my system and help it like help other people develop, like get their camera roll under control. Um, and therefore now I, I put so much work into that. And now I just, every time I tell people that I'm a photo organizing educator, like I see their eyes light up, like, oh my God, I need that. <laughs> so I feel very validated that, um, this is something that a lot of people need, especially moms, especially business owners, especially anybody who just feels photo overloaded because we take so many pictures on our phones these days. Yeah. So I love that too, that you saw something that you were good at and you ran with it. And clearly, I mean, I reached out to you even because I was like, this is amazing. I need this in my life. So I want to kind of tell everybody how I I met you. We were actually in a clubhouse room together 
And I'm sure by the time this airs, people will probably be really tired of hearing me say this, but um, I'm obsessed with the connections I'm making on Clubhouse. And you and I were, I don't even remember what room we were in. I want to say it might've even just been like either a networking room or like a mompreneur kind of room. And you were on stage talking about what you do and the photo organizing thing. And I literally the same day had been going through my phone, like my camera roll on my phone, deleting old photos and like duplicate photos and stuff. And then when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I immediately sent you a DM. I was like, I need you in my life. Well, like, yeah. let's be friends. <laughs> and because it's something that I didn't really know people taught. I didn't think that I, I just assumed everybody was like me and that our camera rolls were out of control and there was really nothing you could do about it. So when I came across you and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then I started following you on Instagram and seeing your tips. And I was, I mentioned this before we started recording and I'm going to say it again, but it's so funny how when you start following somebody on Instagram and you, or any social media, even if you don't know them in real life and you kind of start to hear like their voice in your head or like, so I've seen enough of your stories. You've done a couple where it's like, here's the three photos I took of, you know, my daughter, which one do you think I kept? Or which one do you think I got rid of? Or how do you call these down? And, um, and so now when I take photos the other day, I was taking one of my daughter doing a little birdhouse that she was building. And I have like four or five photos on my thing of the exact same thing, just of maybe a different facial expression. And in my head, I was like, Denise would not be happy. I need to get rid of some of these. (laughs) And it was like, what would Denise do? (laughs) That makes me so happy that I'm in your head. (laughs) I've actually gotten a lot of DMs about that sort of thing that people like, you're going to be so proud of me. I went through my photos today. You're going to be so proud of me. I did this or that. Um, And (laughs) that just makes me so happy. (laughs) But yeah, like you don't need 15 photos of the exact same thing Um, when you pass your photos down to your daughter someday. She's not going to need those 15 photos. She wants to know which one is the best. Um, And there's some, I suggest like, keep, think through it and like, think which one is the one that like, this is the one I'm going to be sharing. This is the one I'm going to be uploading. And then with the other ones, like, is there any reason I would choose photo B over that winning photo number A? Um, And if the answer is no, you don't need to keep it. Um, Sometimes though, they'll like the photo will tell a different story. Like you'll keep one smiling photo, one crying photo, one laughing photo or something. But if the photos kind of serve the same purpose, uh, you don't necessarily need to keep, need to keep it because our, with taking photos on our phones, it just gets out of control fast and the numbers add up. And so it's like, I'd kind of like to do what I can to keep the daily numbers down or like to kind of cull through it so that when you times my daughter's baby childhood photos by 18 years and the number doesn't get so giant. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I noticed like, I like what you said too about which one would you share? Because after like that series of photos I took of my daughter with her little birdhouse, I was looking to share one, to send one to my husband, to show him like what she was doing. And it's true. I looked at it. I was like, well, which one do I, like, I'm not only send him all of these. And I picked the one where she was making this really kind of cute, like serious concentrated face. Like she was really focused on what she was doing. And so what you just, I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's the one I should keep the other ones. If they weren't, I mean, they're not that they're not special. They're any picture. I mean, your kids are special, but if you have four or five photos that look basically the same and you choose one of them to send to your spouse or your mom or your friend or whoever put on social media, that's probably the one that you need to stay. Right. 
Absolutely. And hit the little favorite heart or star on that um, so that uh, it is marked. So next time you go back to them uh, and you decide, oh, I'm going to put together a family photo book. You don't have to look through those 15 photos of your daughter making the birdhouse and re-remember which one that you like. If once you have the favorite heart kit, it kind of helps you next time. It saves you more time in the long run. Okay. So this is where I feel like I, I want to try to, I'm going to do my best to stay in like a linear <laughs> progression here, but I feel like there's so many questions I have for you and so many things I want to know. So hopefully we can kind of keep it somewhat from feeling like we're just chasing rabbits down trails. But um, I feel like there's a lot of features in my camera roll. Now, granted, I'm an iPhone user. I don't know if this is the same for other like Androids and things like that. If somebody's using a different phone type, are you, do you teach different? My focus is iPhone. Okay. I have a general idea of which of the features I teach, um, don't apply to Android. Um, but I, I definitely like to keep the focus on iPhone stuff because that's what I know. Um, okay. if you're an Android user, you feel free to ask me questions, but I don't promise to know the answer. <laughs> gotcha. That's no problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll just kind of focus on the iPhone thing today. So if you're an Android user and you're listening, I apologize. Hopefully some of this will still be beneficial, but, um, so I feel like there's a lot of features in the camera roll app that I'm just not even utilizing. Like I don't utilize albums a ton. I mean, I have a couple of them. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of tell you a little bit how I use my camera roll and then maybe, cause I want this to be kind of like, you're, you're going to walk me through a little bit of how to organize mine and other people can hear it and learn from that. So, um, even as a photographer, cause that's one of my businesses is a photography business. And so I take a lot of pictures with my actual camera, but I still, even as that, I take a lot of my family pictures on my phone just because it takes decent quality photos. It's on the go. I have it with me all the time. And each year, my goal is to create what I call a family yearbook. So every year, ideally in January, February, it's usually more like June or July that I get around to it. But I create an al- a photo album of all of our pictures from that year. And that's where I like kind of put it off is because the majority of our photos are iPhone photos. And I have to go back through all the photos in my camera roll from that year. So like from 2020, I'll go back and sort and I'll have to go through all of them and figure out like exactly what you're saying. Is this worth keeping? Does this go in the album, you know, or in the photo album? Like, is this going to be in a high enough quality to print that kind of stuff? So what are some ways that I can get ahead of that? So like starting in this year, 2021 and going forward, like what are some things I can do? that can help make that process at the end of the year of creating that album, that photo album a little bit easier. Absolutely. I actually just made um, my first family yearbook uh, a couple of weeks ago. It should get it in the mail like tomorrow. I'm so excited to see it. <laughs> I love that. It's so fun. My kids, oh my gosh, my girls love them. I started it when my oldest was, I guess, two, um, one or two. And so we have one every year since she's almost nine now. And they love to like sit down and they'll go through them and they'll be like, Oh, remember this was when it was your first birthday. And she like, she'll show her, you know, her younger sister and stuff. And, um, I, I highly recommend it for parents to do because it's just a really fun way to kind of, and I don't do anything crazy. I don't like write out stuff. I might for 2020, just because there was so much craziness going on. But a lot of times it's just like a photo dump into an album that I get printed somewhere. Yeah. I knew that if I added captions to everything, it would never get done. Yes. Um, like in the long run, I would love to be able to remember the names of these people that might not be in my life 
20 years from now, but, um, I knew like it's done is better than perfect. So I wanted to get it done. So I did a little, like a paragraph at the, on the first page and then no text to the rest of it. And it's coming in the mail tomorrow. So that's the success. Um, so my tip for that is to, uh, mark the favorites for that purpose all year long. Um, and you know, so you know, that is your goal at the end of the year. So you, as you think through the photos, um, think, would this be a contender for the family yearbook? And the simplest way that, to get started with that is to use the favorite heart on the iPhone. Um, like in your mind, make it so that if I hit the favorite heart icon, that means I'm going to grab this photo for the yearbook at the end of the year. It doesn't necessarily mean it will make it in the final cut as you're designing, but it makes, instead of having like, I don't know, uh, how many photos you take per year, but it cuts down a it'll, lot. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll go with it. We'll go with like a thousand. We'll just say a yeah. thousand. Yeah. So maybe it, you'll end up with, uh, so if you have a thousand photos at the end of the year that you took total, maybe that you hit the favorite heart on 400 of them or something. And that's a lot easier to deal with than uh, a thousand. And then the next year after that, you might have like a better feel for, okay, I overdid it last year. Let me just mark the, like, I'm going to get a little bit more selective. At least this is how I'm feeling for next year (laughs) is that (laughs) I'm going to be more selective and then hopefully end up with only like 200 or something like that. Um, So uh, yeah, as you go through um, the year, just go through and mark the favorites, delete the duplicates um, and have that favorites album be what you pull from for your family yearbook. Um, I also have, I have some tricks for adding photos to albums. However, (laughs) that is something I only share with my control your camera roll students, um, which is uh, my online course. So we can talk more about that later. Um, So if you wanted to use albums for that purpose, um, there that is also a way to like, you can quickly, you can move the photos into albums. You could have a family yearbook album. You could have a share with the grandparents album, have digital photo frame album, that sort of thing. Um, but to keep things simple, just hit the favorite heart. That Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, cause I don't think I've, it's funny. I don't even know that I've ever used the favorite heart. However, mm-hmm. I went in to my camera roll the other day and I was kind of trying to clean up some photos in there and I had a folder with favorites and there was like, pictures from, I don't know, two or three years ago that were in there that had been favorited. And I was like, mom, I didn't even know I did that. So it could have been one of my kids that did it. I have no idea, <laughs> but I didn't even know what that, like, that was a thing until recently. So yeah, when you hit the, the, the favorite heart, it pulls it into this automatic album called favorites. Um, and it it's auto generated there and it's really helpful. Um, and one thing to note is that, yeah, your favorites album right now is going to have a bunch of random stuff from the past. But uh, I would say the set the mindset of just starting today to do it, or I guess we're early enough in the year. Uh, if if you're do, thinking of starting early in the year, um, you could go back to January 1st, but uh, don't let that stop you. Start today yeah. and hit the favorite heart going forward. and. Uh, it's okay that you're not organizing the years of backlog that you <laughs> yeah. have. Cause I think, feel like a lot of people get paralyzed um, when they think of the tens of thousands of photos they have on their phone. 
um, and they don't know where to start. And my advice is to start today. Okay. So let's talk about that, the kind of the backlog of photos, because mm-hmm. I, like, I mean, I think mine go back to like 2018 or 17, whenever I got, well, yeah, I guess it's 17 or 18, but, um, how long should you keep photos on your camera? Because I have a fear obviously of like my camera dying and I lose all these photos. Um, but I also don't move them off very often. I've started in the last year, like when I did my 2019 family yearbook, um, I took all the photos that I put into that family yearbook and I moved them off of my phone and I had put them into like a folder. I mean, I had to move them onto my desktop to make the album anyway. And now I just keep them in a folder on an external hard drive. But do you recommend clearing those off of your phone? Like how far, how much of a backlog do you recommend having? Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee, no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. It really depends on how much photo storage you have on your phone. Um, and if you pay for iCloud or if you want to pay for iCloud or if you're like, uh, you're set on not. I personally do not pay for iCloud. I have two years, two and a half years or so of photos saved on my phone. Um, but I just got upgrade. I just bought a new phone and splurged on the highest storage. So now I don't, I'm probably not as motivated to, um, to keep them cleared off, but my overall um, system is to transfer them to my computer, um, and then put them on an external hard drive and then back that external hard drive up to Amazon photos. Um, what a lot of people don't know is if you're already an Amazon prime member, you have access to their free unlimited photo storage through Amazon photos. Um, So it, you can store as many JPEGs as you want. Um, you have to pay a little extra to get a lot of video storage. It comes with a little bit of free video storage, but um, I pay extra so that I can store my videos in the same spot as my photos. Okay. Um, well, that kind of leads to my other question is because it's not just photos I have on my camera roll. Usually it's videos. Those obviously don't go into my album because mm-hmm. my photo album, because you can't. So I almost have more video, like old videos than I do anything else. So what do you recommend doing with your videos that are on your iPhone? Um, I have been doing, um, I've been combining them together, all the little snippets. I've been combining it together into a longer, like hour long video, um, which is like, um, 
and maybe hour long might even be too much. I might cut it down to like 30 minute videos, uh, maybe six months long or six months duration or one year duration. Um, and kind of making just a long kind of home video of it. Um, and, and what I've been loving with that is my two-year-old is obsessed with watching old videos of herself and (laughs) we don't do too much screen time yet, but that's like the one thing I'm like, okay, I I guess I don't mind you watching pictures of your videos of yourself because you're pointing at me like, Oh, that's grandma. That's, (laughs) that's my water cup. Like, (laughs) um, it sparks some conversation. So she loves watching these videos. And when it was just watching 15 second videos at a time, I kind of had to be the one to swipe to the next one over and over. But when they play one long thing, um, she can just watch it. Um, like and it how works. do you combine them? Like, is there an app program question. you use? Yes. Um, well, I used an app called Splice, okay. S-P-L-I-C-E. But I've heard that it's no longer a free app. Um, I haven't looked into that I because ha- I need to, next time I do it, I'm going to look into that. And if it isn't free anymore, I've also heard that video shop and video I, shop S H O P. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and in shot also. Um, and with all of these apps, uh, well, and iMovie can do it as well, but iMovie seems to tend to like default to horizontal videos. Mm-hmm. And I take a lot of portrait mode, vertical videos just on my iPhone. That's just naturally what I end up doing. Um, and, Splice, Video Shop, and InShot all um, let you change the canvas size for the, the video. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so it's very easy. Like, it seems like a daunting process, but you go into the app, all of them are pretty much the same, and you just tap all of the videos you want to add, add it to the app, and it just kind of puts them automatically in one long movie. And I like to watch through that movie to see if like, Ooh, I, this one is a duplicate. Like I had this video in there twice because one's a shorter version I cut for Instagram or something. So I watch through it and I delete the ones. And if I think I look through it and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of bored at this video. <laughs> and if I'm bored now, like how do I expect anybody else to watch this? And so then I'll trim up the videos and stuff too. Um, oh, that's a genius idea. Cause I've seen, there's a couple people I follow on social media that they'll, they did like this one second a day project where mm-hmm they would take like a one second video of each day for a month and they create one long video. And I was so fascinated by, I would sit there for, you know, 30 seconds and watch these videos. I'm like, wow, that's really intriguing. And I never thought to do that with my own videos that I have, but I have so many videos of like my kids doing fun stuff or playing sports or, you know, whatever. And to be able to put that into one, because nobody does home videos anymore. Nobody gets out there you know, VHS recorder and does like a, a home video, but we, I, we have videos from like, um, you know, when we went on our family uh, Christmas trip, we went snow sledding and we've gone and, you know, to the beach before and have videos from that. And I would love to be able to put all those together for our kids to watch. I think that's so smart. Well, I don't know why I have never, see, this is why I need you in my life. I don't think <laughs> of these things. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. So, um, with the idea of the backlog, because we talked about that, like moving that off into on offline storage, backing it up on Amazon. And I should mention that Amazon, when I put the, I back up my external hard drive to the Amazon photos um, cloud, I can have the Amazon photos app on my phone and I can, so I can access the photos from 
my entire life basically, but like I got a digital camera back in like 2000 or so. And so I can pull up photos from 2003, um, on my phone. I just have to use the Amazon photo apps and I have to have internet access, um, because it's not stored locally on my device, but can you um, move them from your camera roll to the Amazon app or do you have to do it all on like offline, like off your phone? You, um, are you talking about like backing up your current photos to mm-hmm. the, um, yes, there is a button that's like, a, a backup in sync. I can't remember the exact terminology, but there is like a toggle button that says back up my phone all the time. Um, and I do that except I, that it pulls the everything from your phone. It will even if you delete the near duplicates later on, even if you delete the junk screenshots later on or your business photos later on, as long, once Amazon pulls it into their, their cloud, it's saved there, which is great because it, everything is safe, even if, you're, um, right. even if things get destroyed off your phone. But it's not a cleaned up collection. So I actually, I do that as a fail safe, but then I also uh, have it transferred through the, um, the external hard drive and gotcha. have it in a okay. different folder on amazoncloudrive.com. And uh, so, yeah, so there's kind of two reason, two types of backups in my head um, or cloud storage in my head. One is for a short-term fail-safe. Like if your phone gets destroyed tomorrow, something got uploaded to the cloud so that you can access photos that you took today. Um, even if you've not manually done anything with your photo for months or years. Um, and then the second type of cloud storage would be uh, your long-term archive, kind of just a, kind of a cleaned up curated collection. I like to sort it into year and month folders uh, on my computer. Okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. That, that helps. Um, okay. So I have a couple other questions. Um, and then I know we talk about a little bit about like business content as well on your phone. But one of them is so like shared folders. So I have a couple of shared folders that are shared with like family members, grandparents, aunts and uncles, that kind of stuff. Um, And so a lot of times it's mostly photos of kids. So like if when we have my daughter has a basketball game, we send a little video to that shared folder. That way my husband, my mom, my mother-in-law, they all can see it at one time. But does that mean that I can now not, not delete that off my phone and it, cause it will have deleted out of that shared folder or in general with folders, like I don't, it, it doesn't it delete it out of the folder. Once you delete it from your main role. Um, I don't actually use shared folder, shared okay. folder or shared albums. Um, because most of my family are Android users. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I end up sharing a lot through Google photos, uh, instead of, uh, Apple, uh, shared albums. So I am not sure about whether how that connection works. But if you're just okay. talking regular uh, regular albums shared on your phone or stored on Save, your phone, yeah. saved on your phone, um, when, you del- when you go into a regular album and hit the delete like trash can icon, uh, then it will pop up a notice that says, do you want to remove from the album or do you want to delete from the phone? And depending on what your purpose is in this uh, in this scenario, you choose whichever one. If you delete it from the phone, it will delete from the album and your big long recents uh, album too. Okay, because I guess that's where like I get frustrated, and I would I have not or I've yet to organize my photos. 
is because I guess originally my thought was, okay, well, I have all these different albums I can create. So like, I'll create one for like, for example, we went to Red River, New Mexico over Christmas. So I made a folder for Red River, New Mexico and put all of our pictures from that trip in there. But then they're still sitting on my like recent camera roll. I can't delete them from that, right? Or they'll delete from the folder. Correct. The recent is... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers. Are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one-size-fits-all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passion, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. everything. Um, it is the way to see everything that is saved on your phone. And, um, whether you're using the all photos view or the recents view, that's the same. Um, but, um, one thing I like to do, uh, this is especially good for business photos is when I put my business photos into an album and I don't want to see it in my full camera roll, uh, what I can do is I can hide those photos. Okay. And uh, what a lot of people, if you do are aware of the hide feature in the camera, in the iPhone camera roll, most people just think of it as for like sexy pictures or things you don't <laughs> want other people to see. Mm-hmm. But I like to think of it as things I don't want to see because they're cluttering up stuff, which wouldn't be the case for your vacation photos. Um, because you do want to be able to see them. But if you're talking about your um, behind the scenes shots for your business or your product photos or your Canva graphics or whatever, um, if you go into, I like to put them into an album first and then hit the select all button and hit the share icon, which is that square with the upward arrow and then choose hide. And then that pulls them out of my camera roll. So it's, it'll kind of disappear from the album and it'll disappear from the recents. 
But then you, when you go down to the hidden section of your phone, which is kind of by the recently deleted section, um, you can view all of your hidden albums there or your hidden photos there. But then when you go into that and you unhide them, it'll populate back into the album they were before if you need to use them again. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think the only time I've used the hide photos thing was if there was stuff that like, I didn't want my kids to see mostly related to like holiday things. Um, but yeah, like I had a lot more wholesome than my sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there may have been a few of those too, Um, (laughs) but, um, you know, I mean, I am a boudoir photographer. There's a few things I don't need on my camera roll all the time. Um, but yeah, so I, I just never thought about doing it as a way to keep something in an album, but not have it on the main roll. Cause that's where I get annoyed. I'm like, I'm trying to find a certain photo and I'm having to like scroll through all of these like screenshots and things that I've saved that I need to upload that I'm putting in my Instagram stories or something like a Canva story creation that I sent to my phone. And now I've got it on the camera roll too. And, and so I'm trying to find like that one photo of my daughter to send to grandma or whatever. And I'm having to scroll through all this other stuff. Um, I need to be better about organizing things through albums. I think that's some, one of those tasks that I'm going to put on my to-do list is like to create certain albums. I think it'll definitely help me with my end of the year photo book too to have those kind of already pre-organized instead of trying to wait until like January to do the whole year's worth. Um, okay. So let's talk about business content because that's another like kind of struggle I have is that I do try to keep a lot of my business, like most commonly used business content on my phone. So for example, I have a couple of different versions of my logos that I keep on there so that if I'm, you know, posting to Instagram or posting to a story or doing something, I can upload that. Like I have a couple of that are uh, transparent JPEGs. I can overlay it onto an Instagram story. I have a couple like little um, GIFs or GIFs or however you say it, you know, in there, I've got some like most commonly used like quotes or photos or graphics or whatever. And what I've done so far is I just kind of keep them in my camera roll. I do have a folder that I'm slowly like moving them over to. Um, to make it a little bit easier, but do you have any other sort of systems or ideas for how people can kind of organize their business content? Yeah. Um, so a lot of people talk about having an album for their business content, but it's kind of haphazardly you use it. Um, I think that's a great start. Um, and something you should, you can definitely keep up with. Um, but the hiccups to it are you don't it's still mixed in when you look at the recents, which is where that hidden um, uh, choosing the hide button uh, works out well. The other thing that the hide button helps with is that um, you can tell wh- if you hide something, you can tell what you've missed. So I think a reason that people aren't uh, keeping up with the albums um, for their business photos is because like, what did I miss? Did I get everything? Is everything in there? How, how can I tell what's in the album and what's not? Um, but if you choose the hot, if you hide them for a moment, just temporarily, you can go back to your camera roll and see like, oh, here's a whole bunch of other ones. Let me add these to albums next and then hide those. And then, okay, there's some, a few more. I'm going to hide those. And then you can just all, as long as you've put them into an album first, you can unhide them and um, they can come back and therefore, you know, which ones you've added or not. Okay. Yeah. That's super helpful. Yeah. Cause I, and you mentioned something too, about like using your notes app. What, what was that you mentioned yeah. earlier before we were recording? Yeah. So, so the, 
So think, there are some things that you do want to keep on your camera roll, like the things you mentioned that you want. I'm going to be using this JPEG or this um, transparent JPEG. I'm going to use, be using this GIF. I'm going to be using this logo. You'll want to keep that on your camera roll because you want them easily accessible to upload to places or, um, or to share with other people. But there's also a whole subsection of business content that is just inspirational, like things you wanted to reference, things like screenshots or social media posts so that you like of other people's. Um, like I've, I've screenshotted a lot of your stuff because oh. I'm like, oh, I love how she does this. <laughs> oh, this is a great reels idea. Or, ooh, that. <laughs> um, and, or like uh, just different e- like emails that you get. You're like, oh, I like this, this subject line. I'm going to screenshot this. And things like that that I'm not going to be actually uploading this file anywhere. This is just from my own reference. Um, So what my tip is for that is that you don't need to keep them in your camera roll because you don't, um, they don't need to be uh, cluttering up your personal photos. Um, My favorite place to put them is the notes app. Uh, Everybody has the notes app on your phone and it's actually very easy to transfer from your photos app into your notes app. And, uh, Notes app can contain photos as well as text. Um, so I have notes for a bunch of different business topics. Well, a bunch of different topics. So I've got social media ideas, a note for that, uh, business marketing ideas, Instagram analytics, uh, testimonials or praise when people um, send me good DMs. I can screenshot that. Ooh, that's and a good I, one, yeah. I put that into my notes. And then I also have personal notes that are screenshot based too, like uh, kid activities ideas I see online or recipes. Um, but the one, the biggest reason this is awesome is because notes are searchable. Um, the photos app, you could search for the word laptop and it'll pull up pictures of laptops. Um, but if you're going to search the word course, um, your photos app is not going to pull up a screenshot that says the word course in it, but your notes app will, the notes app reads the text within a screenshot. So interesting. Yeah. Um, So you can, I find that I can find things a lot better in my notes app um, when it comes to screenshots and reference photos like that. Um, You're giving me a ton of ideas because I'm already like, so when I was teaching, we used to use an app called Evernote, I think is what it was called. And it was, I can't remember exactly. We would use it for different, we would go to like workshops and trainings to kind of keep track of like, we would take photos of like the slides they were using and store them in there and share them with people. But it's kind of the same thing is like, it's really just a different version of the notes app. And I never thought about like, yeah, like, I mean, I use the notes app for keeping up with other things. Like if I have ideas for reels, I'm going to create or a quote that I heard or that I saw or whatever. But the idea of putting the screenshots into the the notes app I'd never thought about but that's genius because everything you do I mean like I take screenshots all the time of like yeah dms that I get from people um or like people will send me a text message with um like a telling me something about they enjoyed about their photo shoot or our mentoring session we did and I'll screenshot it and then it gets lost in that role of like the camera roll stuff and I never find it again until six months later when I'm cleaning up my camera roll. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I was going to do something with this. So, okay. I mean, I'm jotting down notes as we talk. I'm like, <laughs> I I need to start doing this because that's really smart. And I love the searchability part because yeah, that's the other frustrating thing is just the other day I was trying to find a certain photo and I was like, okay, I know it was taken 
sometime in January. So I was trying to search. I was wrong. It was February. So I was trying to search like just by that month in the camera roll and I couldn't find it. And I was like, okay, then I'm gonna try to search by the faces maybe and see if the person I'm looking for, but like it wouldn't, it didn't identify them because they weren't looking directly at the camera. It was this whole big ordeal. And so being able to, to use the notes app as even like a search feature for some of that screenshots and stuff would be amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um, heads up. This is my own thinking outside the box strategy. Um, Apple hasn't like optimized this interface yet. Um, so there are some quirks, um, but I've been using this process for more than a year now. I love it. And I've worked out some of the quirks and I have my methods um, for how to do that. So I've actually created a guide around it. Okay. Called, it's called screenshots noted. Um, and it's a step-by-step guide for moving the screenshots out of your photos app into your notes app. Um, it's got like some of these clever workaround tricks for like how to optimize it and how to get over some of the kinks. Um, but it also has basic instructions, even if you're not tech savvy. Um, and it's something that I made to help people get it done. So I've shared this idea of putting screenshots in your notes app with people. And they like, just like you would like, like mind blown, mind blown. like, Oh my yeah. God, this is awesome. <laughs> but then I chat with them three months later and they're like, Oh yeah, I should, I should do that. I, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't cleared up my screen set up, screenshots at all. So um, my hope for having this guide out there um, is that people will, uh, when you buy the guide, it's a way of committing and holding yourself accountable to uh, take action. To yeah. Done. Yes. Cause you could sit down with my guide and have the screenshots out of your photos app within an hour. Nice. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Well, and I'm going to link to that down in the show notes so people can easily go and get that from you. It's um, regularly priced at $54, but uh, with promo code half off, it's only 27. So okay. I think that's a reasonable price for being able to get this done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was writing that down. Okay. So this has been so amazing. I, I've, I've already gotten so many ideas. I'm super excited to now go and like organize, get started organizing my camera roll. Thank you so much for all of your tips. I know you have a ton more you share over on your Instagram feed so people can go follow you there. Um, and you do have, you mentioned earlier, your camera roll course that you do. So tell everybody really quickly where they can find you, the best way to get in touch with you and um, how they can work with you. Yeah. Um, the best way to find me is over on Instagram. Um, my handle is at Denise Rath Brinkman. That's my full name. Uh, Rath is R-A-T-H. Brinkman is B-R-I-N-K-M-A-N. Um, and uh, yeah, connect with me over there. Um, and you could also go to denisebrinkman.com to see all the courses and guides that I have um, that I offer. Um, my, my big one is control your camera roll, um, which that's kind of how I could help you, how you could uh, create a more complex album strategy. And I share like my tips. Like I said, I have some secret tips for getting uh, photos into albums, like with single clicks rather than like um, doing it the long way. Um, And I could give a, should I set up a promo code for your, uh, your listeners? Um, Yeah, you can, if you want to, that'd be awesome. Sure. Use um, GMB podcast. Perfect. And you can get $55 off with that. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Um, and a screenshots noted guide that I was talking about, um, the $27 guide for getting those screenshots into the notes instead of on your photos app. That um, uh, is also at denisebrinkman.com. And uh, 
promo code half off for that. Perfect. Okay. So I've got those noted. I will add those, both those awesome. to the show notes. Um, thank you so much for this. Ever since, like I said, we, I, I heard about you and we've been following each other on Instagram and chatting and we've been talking about doing this and I'm so, so excited that we sat down and did it. And, um, I've been looking forward to this, this whole time. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk to her and hear all of her tips. So I've been jotting down notes and, um, yeah, I'll have to share with you my progress as I get, start working through it. <laughs> like Absolutely. I said, you're in my head now anyway. So every time I go take a picture, I'm gonna be like, do I really need to keep this? What would Denise do? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. DM me when you think of that sort of thing. I love, I will. like, I love knowing what resonates with people. <laughs> yes. I, I totally will. I will. Well, yeah. Anyone listening to this, if you start having Denise in your head, telling you what to keep on your camera, roll, let her know. Cause she would love to hear the feedback. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And, um, I will see you around clubhouse and I can't wait to have you back on the show later. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks Kendra. Bye. Oh my goodness. That was such a great conversation. Denise is amazing. Thank you so much for being part of our show. I hope you all got some incredible tips from that. I know I was jotting down notes left and right of all the things I want to start doing to help organize my camera roll as well. Thank you again, Denise. You are amazing. And I'm so, so thankful you took time to be part of today's show. Make sure you follow her on social media Check out all the things that she's offering, including her screenshots noted and her control your camera roll course, all kinds of things that she will dive even deeper and give you all of the handy dandy tricks you're going to need to make sure you're getting your camera roll under control. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you have a fabulous week and I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.